It's not unusual to find plenty of wine caves and wine cellars in wine country. What is unusual is discovering a sophisticated broadcast facility inside these well-protected and often top-secret chambers. But maybe it really isn't that surprising that America's number one wine broadcast originates from the soul of wine country. And it is our great privilege to do all we can to inspire you. If you drink wine simply because, well, it's a drink, we've got our work cut out. For literally thousands of years, wine has fueled celebrations, ended conflicts, and provided the ultimate connection between one human being and another. It makes food taste better, lifts spirits, sparks our imagination, and beckons us to slow down and love life. If that all sounds good to you, you're in the right place. So sit back, clear your head, put any worries you have on hold, and join us as we go in search of this week's Grape Encounter. But be warned, we speak a much different language than what you typically experience in most wine-centric environments. But you didn't come here because you're ordinary, did you? Good, because your host, David Wilson, is here to take you far, far away from the beaten path. Here's David. All right, I'm not so sure that we should continue to call the show Grape Encounters because, you know, we've been in, at least I've been in, solitary confinement for the most part for four months now. Unbelievable. I know a lot of people, a lot of people, tens of millions are still staying home because uh, you can't go into your office uh, or you just don't feel safe or you've got to stay home with the kids. Whatever the case may be, we aren't having as many encounters as we used to. Are we just having different kinds of encounters? Well, there's a group out there that is remaining pretty active, and it's the first thing I'm going to talk about today, a group that has not stopped doing what they're doing just because they can't have much contact with their fellow human beings. And that group is people who are dating online. Yeah. You know what? There is so much that has been written and studied about online virtual dating. Now, it's true that if you join an online dating service, that you could go months talking to the same people. And I guess you could call that virtual dating. Uh, Most people don't call it a date until you actually get in the car, go someplace, have dinner, whatever, but you do something face-to-face and that's an official date. But, you know, can't do that right now. People are afraid to do that. Uh, Some people are going out on dates, but many aren't. Well, I was thinking about this virtual dating thing. And by the way, there are sites that are reporting their increase in contacts. One of those is OkCupid. And they're up like a whopping like 15, 20%. It's just, it's just amazing that actually more people are contacting potential mates right now during the coronavirus crisis than any other time. And I guess it makes sense if you you can't you can't do anything else, so you might as well meet people. That seems very healthy. But you know, I want to now talk about how you can take 
the virtual dating idea and then combine it with another virtual idea that I've been kind of taking shots at recently. But I think if you bring these two together and you marry them, no pun intended, if you bring them together and marry them, you got something really special. And the other virtual thing that I'm talking about is, of course, virtual wine tasting. Now, why I've been down on it, I just have to reiterate. It's not because it's not a good idea. It's because a lot of these experiences, first, don't include wine. It's really just somebody in another location at a winery talking about their wines, and maybe they broaden the, the topic beyond that. But the point is, is that a wine tasting for me, involves tasting wine. Now, the other thing that I have problems with with the virtual wine tasting is when you have to buy full bottles of wine from the winery so that you can participate in the tasting. And the whole idea of tasting is you have a little taste and decide if you're going to buy that whole bottle. So the whole thing is counterintuitive for sure. But there are quite a lot of virtual tastings out there where they get it right, where they're they're firing on all cylinders. And that is when you are sent a small amount of wine from the winery and you get to do an actual tasting. They, they send you the wine and then there's a scheduled time when the tasting is going to take place. And lo and behold... Lo and behold, you're sitting there with a winemaker or maybe the owner of the winery and some other people that are also participating in this. And it's a pretty good time, actually. But imagine this. You want there to be a, a physical aspect, even if it's something that you send to this person that you're interested in that would at least make them think about you in a different light. And so my suggestion is find a good tasting and then you can have a tasting kit. That's those samples that I was talking about. You can have one of those tasting kits sent to your door and to his or her door and voila, you're going to have a great date. Now, I will tell you that a lot of the wineries have gotten very savvy and they're including other goodies in these tastes, you know, maybe some cheese, maybe uh, some some dried meats, um, maybe it's dried fruits or chocolate, all kinds of things. Anyway, your your love interest will receive a nice package, and it's actually, in a way, even a little bit better than going on a date because the thing about going on an on online date, and I'm and I mean in person date, is that once you're sitting down to a meal, even if you just can't handle the person that's sitting across the table from you, there's no escape, right? So so in this particular case, you can can have that date and it, you can drink your wine, you can have a, have a good time. Now here's some interesting stats from OK Cupid that I think support what it is that I'm saying. Uh, they list favorite virtual date activities. Now, this is a brand new survey that, that they've done, but they just ask both men and women what their favorite virtual dates are. And, and here are the responses. They actually broke it into four categories, and I think they're four very good categories. The first category is dinner or drinks. The second is a shared activity. The third is video chat. And the fourth is a movie or TV show. I, I just don't think I could do that, sit through an entire movie on a virtual date. <laughs> just That's a long commitment, right? Anyway, like I said, they broke it out by the sexes. And women listed their number one 
virtual date preference is a shared activity. So virtual wine tasting certainly falls into that category. And that's almost 30% of women said that. And men hit 30% right dead smack on. Now, the second most popular thing that would be online daters listed for women, it's video chat. And it's about uh, 28%. For men, video chat is only about like 21%. But then there's that category dinner or drinks. For women, it's about 27%. And for men, get get this, it is like 32%. And then that last category is movie or TV shows. And it's about 15% for men and just a a skosh over 15% for women. So stay with me now. Let's talk about women for a second. If a woman's favorite virtual date is dinner or drinks, a shared activity or video chat, and the numbers are all over 25%. That means that if you combine those three things together, you have a great formula for a great date. Now, if you combine those three for men, it's actually going to be even a little bit better. So men really, really love those three things. Again, dinner or drinks, a shared activity, video chatting, combine them, and you've got a home run. Now, if you're going to send your would-be dating partner a tasting kit, make sure that it's from a really good, credible winery, or at least maybe a very interesting one. By now, you should be able to find reviews on a lot of the tastings that go on. So pick a good one. Pick one where the person who's going to be conducting the tasting is going to be super entertaining because, you know, maybe you're not that much fun. (laughs) And, And you can have this third person do all the hard work, all the heavy lifting for you. And that's not a bad idea, you got to admit. I recommend going to the Wine Institute site. It's really excellent. The site is actually Discover California Wines. That's plural.com. Again, discovercaliforniawines.com. And if you scroll down a little bit on the homepage, you will find a, a big heading that says Virtual Wine Experiences and Offers. And they have a great list there. So go check that out. Now, that being said, though, I am going to say that there is some wisdom, I think, to maybe just sending a bottle of wine to your would-be partner and do the virtual date without the help of somebody talking to both of you on the internet. All right. And I, I got another idea about sending wine in just a second. I will share it with you when we come back with more Grape Encounters. So stay with me, okay? You know, even though I spend almost every waking hour trying to track down all things wine, Total Wine and More is always several steps ahead. Total Wine doesn't just sell the same old, same old. They're always busy forging relationships with the best producers so that they're able to provide exceptional wines that are exciting and new to you at incredible prices. And for a contactless experience, try their curbside pickup option. Simply order online for an easy new way to shop at TotalWine.com. In Greek mythology, we learn the mysterious connection between walnuts and wine. When Dionysus, the god of wine, fell in love with Princess Caria of Laconia, her sisters tried to prevent the romance, so Dionysus turned them into rocks. He also turned his beloved Caria into a walnut tree. She was, after all, a hard nut to crack. 
At mmorganics.com in Paso Robles, California, Walnuts and Wine is the ultimate love story. You'll flip over their 100% organic port-style dessert wines and organic heirloom walnut products, including sprouted snacking walnuts in five awesome flavors, irresistible raw organic walnut butter, free trade chocolate-covered walnuts, and for bakers, MM Organics produces 100% gluten-free walnut flour, estate walnut oil, and of course, their crazy delicious raw walnuts. Get all their products online at mmorganics.com. That's mmorganics.com. Summer is here, invigorating our state of mind and sparking desires for things that complement our playful mood. Yep, our barbecues are already working overtime, cranking out slabs of baby backs that pair perfectly with light, crisp summer sippers. And if you need a little inspiration, check out the summer wine list that no one can resist. It's Total Wine & More's Top 12 Summer Wines, featuring a truly eclectic cross-section of wines, all under $20 and many under $10. Plus, Total Wine & More is offering summer wine bundles that save you up to $24 on a variety pack of wine. And now that we've all gotten into curbside buying, you can order online at TotalWine.com and pick up your order in the store or just outside for a contactless experience. The best lineup of super low-priced summer wines is just a click away at TotalWine.com. Back with Grape Encounters Radio, and we were talking in the first segment about combining virtual dating with virtual wine tasting. I think that is such a sound idea. It makes both of them a lot better. That's perfect synergy, if you ask me. By the way, you can find some virtual wine tasting experiences at Airbnb.com. They've got a slew of them, although most of them that I looked at did not include wine actually being sent to the person who's going to be attending that virtual event. So bear in mind, I think that is an important part of it. And who knows, you know, you do a Airbnb experience virtually, and if you get along really, really well and things go the way you want it to, maybe you'll do a different kind of Airbnb experience. Okay, I wanted to tell you about an idea that I came across that I just thought was so fun and amusing. And by the way, this could be part of your virtual dating thing, but it's something that I found that is done by an organization, a business called Stony Creek Wine Press. They make wine labels. But what's interesting about this company is that they make wine labels that can be customized and they do a great job with it and they're self-adhesive. So you can have a label made and then you can put it on whatever wine bottle you want to put it on. Now, in some cases, you might be able to put the label over the top of the existing label, but they even give you some tips about how to get a wine label off of a wine bottle so you can put your label on. Man, there is so much potential here. It just, it just oozing with potential. And, you know, imagine if you were doing a virtual date, you could send a wine label that said something really romantic that could be personalized to that person, or perhaps you could just put your face on the label. Regardless of what you do, this company 
Stony Creek Wine Press. I was not familiar with them, but I've seen a lot of their work. I've, I've examined it uh, since discovering them, and they do a great job. So if you want to do a customized label for yourself, um, you just go online and you can take their designs and then adjust them uh, into anything that you want. And you can do very, very uh, small batches. And here's a really cool thing. It's a somewhat limited selection of wine, but you don't have to worry about putting the label on your wine bottle if you use their wine. I have to be honest, I really wasn't familiar with these winemakers that they use uh, for their own wines, but um, I did track down some reviews just randomly on some of the wines, and hey, they were pretty good, you know, and the prices were really pretty decent as well, so you can check that out. But I, I want to tell you about their COVID-19 labels because they're super funny. You know, I hate to make light of something that is so terrible, but if we can't laugh, what do we have left? The first one, it looks like a prescription, and it says uh, COVID-19 isolation blend mental sanitizer, 14.5% alcohol. Maintain your sanity. Do not share. Uh, and then it can, you can put courtesy of yourself on the label. And again, you can change these. They have another one that says hunker down red and it's got the name of your vineyard on there. Or, uh, there is a nurse that is flying through the air and the wine is called Hero Merlot. And here's what they say on the label. Celebrating our superheroes, all those on the front lines of the battle with COVID-19, from the nurses and doctors fighting in the trenches to everyone helping to keep food on our tables, we salute you all. Anyway, uh, like I said, there's a whole bunch. They're all pretty nicely done. So this would be a good thing for you to do while you're sitting around if you have nothing else uh, that you can do right at the moment to entertain yourself. You can design labels online. You can come up with some really fun stuff. Uh, you can make up your own batch of, of bottles that you can send out to friends or perhaps uh, want to be romantic partners. But uh, there's no end to what you could do with that. So I really like this place a lot. It's called Stony Creek Wine Press. And by the way, this is not a commercial for them. I don't know them. I've never bought anything from them. I just thought that what they're doing is pretty cool. And uh, I especially like the quality because a lot of companies that do this kind of stuff, it's just kind of so, so quality. But theirs is just first cabin. And some of the uh, regular labels, if you just wanted to have your own label on a bottle that they have designed, oh my gosh, they're really as good as some of the best labels out there. So check it out. It is Stony Creek Wine Press. Dot com. And by the way, you're probably wondering, well, if I did want to put a label on a wine bottle that still has wine in it, how do I get the other label off? And, you know, most of us put it in hot water. And I'm going to tell you something. Don't do that <laughs> because you are going to destroy the wine. And if you're sending that to somebody because you want to impress them, you are not going to impress them with oxidized wine. So uh, let me give you a, a little pointer here that is pretty cool. Now, if you were trying to figure out how to get a label off of a wine bottle that you want to relabel, the place that I would turn to, I think, for that kind of information would be none other than popular mechanics. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I guess they they did an article on 
effective ways to remove labels uh, without hurting the wine that's in the bottle. I've never heard this one before. And you guys can write me and say, where in the world have you been, David? But anyway, no, I haven't seen this method. And the method is you put water in a sink. It is just room temperature water. And then you add five to 10 tablespoons of baking soda and just let the bottle sit in there for about 30 minutes. And for whatever reason, that baking soda really accelerates the loosening of the label from the bottle. Who would have thunk it? It's not just for making your refrigerator smell better, but it's also for taking labels off a wine bottle so you can put your own label on there. So uh, anyway, there's some uh, interesting things uh, that you can use. And I'm going to be back with more Grape Encounters. Uh, the next story is, you know, it's something that I, I hate to tell you about, but uh, it is important. And it's another really good reason why you want to do whatever you can to not catch the coronavirus when we return with Grape Encounters right after these messages. Oh, I almost forgot uh, one little postscript that I want to throw in about this topic of wine and dating uh, before we go to the break, and it's this. Remember that every bottle of wine that you take to somebody or you send to somebody speaks volumes about you. Uh, there is an undeniable link between personality and wines. And you'll find, by the way, all kinds of uh, different uh, articles online that talk about this. So you might want to be very careful about what you send. Best way to do that, go to TotalWine.com because they've got literally thousands of wines that you can just sift through online. You can read reviews and maybe you can compare the glowing things that somebody might say about a great bottle of wine to what you'd like that wine to say about you. And you know what? Then you're in like Flint, as they say. Uh, go to TotalWine.com. Uh, they'll also uh, be able to tell you where there's a store near you if you don't know that already. And and finally, you can actually order your wine online and then just go buy Total Wine and you can either go in the store and pick it up or you can have a touchless experience, whichever you prefer. There's nothing that I prefer more than TotalWine.com. Back with more Grape Encounters right after this. We like to talk about... Wine. Did you know that there's a lot more going on in the world of Grape Encounters than what you hear each week on the radio show? If your answer is no, it means that you're not as plugged into our wild, wacky, and wonderful world of wine. But we can fix that right now. I really want to share a lot more with you than what we're able to do during the weekly show. Like wine recommendations, interesting ways you can play with your wine information about upcoming wine happenings, and even recipes I've developed just for you. There are two things you can do to get plugged in. First, join the Grape Encounters Radio group page on Facebook. Make sure it's the group page. Or you can sign up for our mailing list at GrapeEncounters.com. In coming weeks, I'll be doing giveaways, offering free online parties exclusively for you, and a lot more. Please, don't miss out. Connect with me on Facebook or at GrapeEncounters.com. Words can be very confusing. When you're crazy, people say that you're nuts. But what if you're crazy about... 
nuts. Well, that doesn't mean that you should be sent to the funny farm. It means that you should be sent to the farm of MM Organics, the producers of organic heirloom walnuts and walnut products that are so incomparably unique and delicious, other nuts will be reduced to wallflowers. Whoops, there we go with those crazy meanings of words again. After all, if being a wallflower means disappearing into the background, then why does being a walnut from MM Organics mean standing out from the rest? Confused? Well, you won't be when you discover the glorious deliciousness of walnut halves, baking pieces, fair trade chocolate-covered walnuts, and other scrumptious walnut products from MM Organics. Learn more and order yours at mmorganics.com, where you'll also find our utterly irresistible two-horse Portuguese dessert wine that everyone goes nuts for. Get crazy at mmorganics.com. We're back with more Grape Encounters. Hey, please do us an enormous favor and like us on Facebook. It's the very best way to learn about other opportunities that we may not share on the broadcast. Also, join our mailing list on GrapeEncounters.com. Listeners on our contact list receive some exclusive opportunities. Become an insider. Enough said. Here's your wine captain, David Wilson. Hey, you know me, I always, always try to focus on the happy stories. You know, we're all about grape encounters. That is, experiences that are just joyful and are wine-themed. But, you know, it's been really difficult uh, for the past four months to stay focused on happy thoughts when we have just lost so much to this insidious virus. And so I try to navigate around all these things, but, you know, it gets harder and harder because things that we wine lovers, wine enthusiasts, foodies enjoy the most in life are really, in a lot of respects, out of reach. Now, you can go wine tasting in California. You can go wine tasting in New York. But what they've done is they've put this very bizarre restriction. I talked about it last week. They've put this restriction on visitors to wineries that is just crazy because it it just doesn't make any sense in the normal world. And what it is, is if you want to taste wine, you got to sit outside which is fine, actually great. You got to be socially distanced, which is, you know, not as fun as, you know, being, you know, close together and having a great wine experience, but we can do that. But at least in California and New York, they've got this really odd restriction. And I understand why they're doing it, but still, it, it just doesn't make sense in the real world. And the restriction is, If you're going to drink wine outside, socially distanced, then you have to have a meal, which in and of itself doesn't sound horrible, except that if you're going out for a wine tasting Saturday or Sunday, every winery you go to, you're going to have a real meal and you're going to be stuffed. And if there happens to be somebody in your party that already ate and just wants to drink a glass of wine and and, and doesn't want to put any more food on their stomach, well... They can't do it. And and that is a crying shame. But anyway, that's the way it is. So uh, there are so many liberties that we once had, personal liberties, things that we took for granted that are just plain gone. But there's one 
that has been talked about a little bit that hasn't really got the attention I think it deserves. And if you're a wine enthusiast, if you're a foodie, and you catch the virus, there's something that's very likely to happen to you that is going to be a really big bummer. Now, you know, obviously, the, the, the main objective is to survive. And many, many people do. Most people do. But you are likely to lose your sense of taste and smell. Maybe a little, maybe a lot. But what people are reporting, and this is really uh, bizarre and alarming at the same time, is that many weeks after recovering from the coronavirus, they either continue to not be able to taste and smell or their their tastes have changed. And something that uh, you didn't like before or didn't partake in before is suddenly very appealing to you and the things that you really loved, maybe not so much. And so you may have been a Cabernet Sauvignon drinker, but now you're a Riesling drinker instead. Well, so imagine this for a second. You open up a, you know, a pricey bottle of wine. Maybe you've paid $50 for it and you want to give it a go, but it's, it's like somebody added 50% water to it. The flavors are so diminished that you're not going to get any pleasure out of it at all. Some people have said that they have migrated to more intense wines, bigger wines, stronger, bolder wines, and some of that flavor will break through. But, you know, that's not the case for everybody. But it, it, but it is really a very good idea. But there's something that I found really super interesting that makes very positive use of that loss of taste and smell. And what it is, is an app that has been developed that allows us to input data um, into our you know, smartphone or whatever that reports how we're feeling. Now, if you're not feeling bad in any way, shape, or form, you're done for the day. But if you're feeling any of the symptoms of the coronavirus, including the loss of, the loss of taste and smell, then you'll, you'll log it in. And anyway, there are actually 2.6 million people right now that are in this uh, crowdsourced study. And it was put together um, by uh, Massachusetts General Hospital and King's College of London. Now, why this is significant is that when you lose your sense of smell, you lose your sense of taste, it's usually like four or five days before you actually come down with the most serious symptoms of the virus. So what they've been able to do, and this is so fascinating, we all need to sign up for this. What they've been able to do is identify areas, places, locations where a disproportionate number of people, a larger number that is, uh, logs in that they have lost their ability to smell and taste. But, but see, they're not feeling terrible. But what that says or what that tells researchers is that we need to deploy people in that particular area because it's going to get a lot worse very soon. And boy, I mean, that's exciting news. I mean, if we can't at this moment, cure the virus or prevent it from spreading the way we want to, at least we as a population can report some, you know, very simple data and make a huge difference in how quickly we react uh, in certain areas to be able to save lives. I just think it's a really, really super cool thing. But going back to the loss of taste and smell, 
It's generally believed that it will return. But there are definitely people that are saying that even to this day that they've had to turn to different wines to enjoy. Now, in some cases, they've actually gone from big reds to light whites. Uh, but in most cases, they're going from light wines into more intense wines so that they get a better flavor experience. But, um, but the fact remains that it may not just be about how well you can taste something, but it can also be about how you taste it, that, you know, you taste it differently and you don't like it. So one day uh, you're into, you know, prime rib and the next day you're eating liver and onions. And believe me, this is definitely something that's that's happening. And, and remember, we now have 4,000 confirmed cases of the coronavirus in the U.S. I mean, that's a huge number. And with so many people carrying the virus, you know, the odds of it striking close to home are really, really huge at this point in time. At least that's my opinion. And so we've got to be cognizant of some of the things that I'm sharing with you now. And I mean, this is just one more reason to protect yourself. It just isn't that important to get out and about um, if we're going to suffer so many consequences as a result of that. Now, I know, I know some of you are probably thinking or perhaps even shouting out the fact that this really isn't such a big deal that there are far worse things than losing your sense of taste and smell. And yeah, that's absolutely correct. But, you know, have you ever had a cold or a flu where, you know, for days you couldn't taste? Remember how frustrating that was or that is? Well, this is going to be worse if it happens to you. So it's just something that you should probably be mindful for. So I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it is one of the huge side effects that people are talking about that lingers on and on and on for a really long time. And most people who have been hit by the virus have also had this experience. So if you do catch it, this is probably likely going to happen to you as well. Okay, sorry for bringing you bad news, but I just want you to be aware of that. If you get nothing from this portion of my conversation, it's this, that if you had the coronavirus and you're frustrated because you can't taste things, then go for big, bold, you know, powerful wines. And there's a good chance that they're going to weigh in um, pretty well with you. They're not going to be as bold as they would be to you if you were tasting correctly. So hopefully uh, that little tidbit will help you a little bit. And also just looking at this in reverse for a second, if you're drinking wine and suddenly you sense that you can't taste the nuances that you typically used to be able to taste, go get a test. Go get a COVID-19 test because if that's happening to you, it may be a surefire sign that you've got to really attend to your health, okay? Today's edition of Grape Encounters is brought to you by Total Wine and More. Every week, we encourage you to look beyond the ordinary and seek the extraordinary. That's why you definitely want to check out Winery Direct at Total Wine and More. These products are identified by the yellow shelf tag in the store or online. The selection includes more than 2,000 of their 8,000 wines, and you can be confident that you're getting the highest quality wines produced by some of the world's most renowned winemakers at the best price. Winery Direct is one of the many things that makes Total Wine & More so unique. Order today at TotalWine.com. We'll be back with more Grape Encounters Radio right after this. We've got to take a breather for a minute or two. Don't go away. 
Remember, if we don't let the wine breathe, it's impossible for the show to be done in good taste. If you're a frequent Grape Encounters radio listener, you know that our show is all about inclusiveness. For far too long, wine consumers have felt left out, simply because a small minority of, well, let's call them out, wine snobs have dominated the conversation. For 12 years, it's been my mission to give you, the wine enthusiasts that just want to have fun, a front row seat to everything that's cool about wine. And while we have a very intimate thing going on here, I've been thinking that we can take things where no radio or TV program has gone before. And so beginning next week, I'm inviting you and your friends to get together with me for a private online party. This isn't a big streaming free-for-all event. It's you, me, and your guests. You decide what you want to talk about, we'll set a time, then it's party time. So email me using the contact form at GrapeEncounters.com. Tell me a little bit about how we can make this fun for you, and I'll respond to as many requests as I can. Just drop me a note at GrapeEncounters.com. Even though I spend almost every waking hour trying to track down all things wine, Total Wine & More is impossible to keep up with. That's because they have a team of experts constantly searching every corner of the world for amazing wines priced so you can enjoy them on any occasion, like tomorrow. They're always busy forging relationships with the best producers so that they're able to provide exceptional wines that are exciting and new to you at incredible savings. And of course, your faves will be there too. New discoveries, must-have favorites, and more than 8,000 choices to explore online with your handy device while you soak up some shade. Visit Total Wine and More in person, or if you prefer a contactless experience, order online at TotalWine.com and pick up your order in the store or curbside. And for awesome summer wines, all under $20 and many under $10, be sure to check out their summer wines list at TotalWine.com. It's been a little while since I've done a celebrity wine story, but I really like this one because actually it's caused a bit of a stir in the wine world. And a lot of people have uh, written about this and I've been following it chuckling along the way. Anyway, the latest entrant into the winemaking world is none other than actress Cameron Diaz. She paired up with entrepreneur Catherine Power, uh, who is responsible for who, what, where, and where is W-E-A-R, and versed skincare. Anyway, apparently in the process of being sheltered in place, Cameron and Catherine got this idea that there just isn't enough clean wine out there, and they were going to do the world a favor by introducing their own brand of clean wines, natural wines. Uh, this is how Cameron Diaz announced it back in March on Instagram. She says, Introducing Aveline, it all started two years ago on a beautiful Los Angeles afternoon in the backyard with Catherine Power. We realized that we knew the contents of everything that went onto and into our bodies. Why not wine? Our journey to answer that question led us to create Aveline, a range of clean wines. I've always believed that the key to wellness is balance, creating a clean wine that is full of natural goodness and free from dozens of unwanted and undisclosed extras helps me find that balance when I'm enjoying 
a glass of wine. It's wine at its purest, created for those who embrace the pleasure of a whole life and a relaxed approach to well-being. <laughs> anyway, she ends it. Cheers to that. Now, first of all, does anybody really write an Instagram post like that? That is pure Madison Avenue copy. It's really just heavy on the sell. But the other thing about it is, is that it's making an implication. And that is that we don't have enough clean, organic, pure wines out there. And the fact is, is that the entire wine industry has been rapidly moving in that direction. Wineries are becoming certified sustainable. Wineries are becoming organic. Wineries are becoming more obsessed with the idea of putting less and less additives into their wine. Anyway, they continue on by listing further conditions. But what they're basically saying is when you add anything to wine that makes it different and gives the wine a distinctly different character from the juice that they started with, well, that's not okay. Going back to the list for a second, admittedly, there's a whole bunch of ingredients that I, I have no idea what it is. I can't pronounce the names. It's just the name is scarier than what it really is. But nonetheless, there are lots of winemakers, and I'm, we're talking thousands of winemakers that are now committed to basically blowing much of that off and, and trying to make purer wines. So I think what torqued uh, wine writers and wine bloggers a lot about uh, Cameron Diaz's entry into the wine business is that she kind of indicts wine as it stands today, but then goes on to admit that she doesn't know anything about wine. So they're going to go learn about it and they're going to come back and they're going to save us all from these terrible ingredients that can be found in a bottle of wine. Well, I got to be fair here. It's a noble pursuit to make a pure product and I wish them great luck with it. The more great wine that we have, the better the world is going to be. You know, wine today is better than it has ever been in the history of mankind. It is made with, you know, incredible sanitation practices. There's a great deal of conscientiousness that goes into every bottle of wine, whether it's a wine that is one of millions of bottles of that varietal, or it's just a, a small batch produced by a really great boutique winemaker. So uh, that's where I stand on that. But it is an interesting, fun little debate as critics um, go after Cameron and Catherine. You're not telling us something that we don't already know, nor are you doing anything that hasn't already been done. But, you know, there are some great celebrities out there uh, making great wines. And the rap.com put together a pretty nice list of some of the celebrities that are making wines. For instance, did you know that Madonna makes a Chardonnay? Uh, one enthusiast gave it an 82-point rating. That's not exactly in the stratosphere, but it's drinkable. Dave Matthews has his Dreaming Tree 2011 Cabernet Sauvignon from the north coast of California, also an 82-point receiver. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's been making wine for a long time. Some of his wines have gotten really a lot of attention. Uh, he's a serious wine producer. Jeff Gordon uh, makes a Cabernet. Let's see. Uh, oh, Mike Ditka's 85-point uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from the Napa Valley. I've had some of his wines. They're very quaffable, very delicious. It would uh, be nice to taste some of his higher scoring wines, but I know that 
he does have a really good reputation. He takes it serious. Um, Train is making wine. Uh, the wines are generally named after their songs. They've done fairly well. Um, have gotten some pretty decent scores. Now, here's one that I've talked about for a long time, and it's Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. And she is located in the Santa Ynez Valley, which is really just um, about an hour south of where I'm at. And I must tell you, I have tried uh, her wines, and I have always liked them. I thought they were really, really super good, but one enthusiast uh, only gave them a rating of 87 points. Uh, Probably I would have scored it a bit higher. Anyway, I'll have to take a deep dive into this uh, at another time, but uh, some of them that we should probably talk about, Mario Andretti, the racing legend, makes some great wines. Andrea Bocelli, uh, Sting has a great reputation for winemaking. Uh, Drew Barrymore, I've had her Pinot Grigio. Uh, it's, it's simple and very basic. Of course, there's Francis Coppola, and uh, he's got all kinds of wine, uh, simple wines for consumers and uh, more expensive and exciting wines. And then the one that I just have to mention is Fergie Ferguson from the Black Eyed Peas. I have had her wines about three or four times, and they're really, really, really delicious. And um, they haven't gotten quite the ratings that I think they deserve, but one enthusiast uh, did give Fergie a a 90-point on her uh, Santa Ynez Private Reserve Syrah. We'll talk about more celebrities at a later time, and we'll be back here next week. We'll continue to try to show you the happy side of wine enjoyment as we muddle our way through a very weird 2020. Stay strong and live long. We're going to make it through this together. Thanks for listening. I want to remind you that Grape Encounters Radio has been brought to you by Total Wine and More. You know, when you sell over 8,000 wines under one roof, you're going to meet consumers from every walk of life with different tastes and needs. Luckily, Total Wine has everybody covered with their nearly endless selection of wines to choose from, plus a variety of ways to shop. They even have in-store pickup and contactless curbside pickup, so you're in and out in a flash. From your favorite picks to rare finds, there's always something new to discover at Total Wine & More. Order today at TotalWine.com.